0: It's 8 o'clock in the morning and we're walking along the riverbank here in Phnom Penh. You can probably hear just the start of the morning rush hour, a few motorbikes and cars around. Nothing like what it usually is though. No, it's fairly fairly quiet. And one of the amazing things this morning when we got up was that the skies were absolutely blue and clear. It's the rainy season here and normally when we look out the window it's a bit grey and overcast. So when we woke up this morning we were both a little bit nervous because we're going out to the dump today. Uh, to help feed the kids that live and work out there. And I don't know, we just don't really know what to expect from it. So we're a little bit nervous about what we're gonna see and how it might affect us. So now we're about to turn on to street 136. And that's where the bar Bogie and Bacall is, where this little project all began for us because the owner is the one who started this charity for children. It's just a little side street, just off the waterfront and the bar is about halfway up the first block. And we're going to go inside and meet the owner, David, and talk to him about why he started this project and what it's all about and some of the kids he's been helping.
1: Well, I, I, came, I started to come to Cambodia about five years ago. <clears throat> Coming here, I, I had heard hints of what was up there. We took a cab up, we filled it up with loaves of bread, and we just handed it out. Then every time I was here, uh, we put a few bucks together ourselves and go up and feed them. And then, when we came here permanently, I started to do it as regular as we could spare the money. And it takes about $150 a trip. So we chip in, and then Robin kindly came along with Ross, said, oh, you know, heard what you're doing, can we help? And uh, the three musketeers, so to speak... <laughs> <laughs> Started to go up there when we could get a little bit of money and we, we were talking to other people in the bar, weren't we, and, other, and they'd give us 5 or $10. Great. And so that's how it started.
0: Can you describe the conditions that you see up there?
1: No. <laughs> it is so horrendous. So horrendous. Human beings shouldn't be exposed to that type of thing. Shouldn't be exposed working up there in the daytime, let alone living up there, scrounging around. I mean, for children. It's one thing for strong adults but children it is absolutely horrendous I have never seen such appalling conditions for children and I, I cried first time I was up there I've got children of my own and you just think well for the sake of a passport it could be my children sitting there you can't describe it and do it justice from the point of view of how horrendous it is they, they're risking accidents and death almost every minute of the day. Huge trucks, dump trucks, um, caterpillar tractors and all that, they're within inches of backing over them. You'll see it. It's awful.
0: What keeps you going back? Because in the sense, if people are in such a dire situation and, and they're always hungry and they're always malnourished, one banana, it's a drop in the ocean.
1: It's a drop in the ocean. Uh, we do give them three or four bananas, by the way. <laughs>
0: Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to make no, you sound no, a sentence. No, ginger. no, no, <laughs>
1: no. I mean, the thing is, the problem is so huge. Individuals like us can't change anything. What we have to do is think how can we make their day a little bit better? How can we do something? We give them bread because the bread is a real luxury for them. It probably doesn't do them a lot of good, but it it's like. Eating, say, a candy for us, it makes us feel good. The uh, apples and the oranges, they've got the juice because they're so hot there, they've got the vitamin C. And the bananas are full of carbohydrates and energy. Now, I, kn- I know what we give them doesn't seem much to us, but it's a, an awful lot to them because they're picking food up off of the dump.
0: So. Is there one particular story or moment or something that sticks out in your mind when you think of the work that you're doing out there and the people you've met?
1: There's too many, too many issues to sort of say, well, one particular issue sticks out more than another. A little girl comes up to you, four years old, in terrible pain, in her ears and all down the side of her face is infected because her mother has pierced her ears with a dirty needle. You sort that problem out over a matter of weeks, and she's a happy little girl again. That in itself is absolutely tremendous for you. The little boy will be walking for the first time and will probably, hopefully, have some sort of normal life because we spotted them in there. Again, something, all highlights, and you know, it just gives you a feeling, well, we're doing something.
0: It's about 10 o'clock and it's time to get going. So we're going to hop into a flatbed truck with about 10 other volunteers and head for the market. And then we're going to buy some fresh fruit for the kids, bread and rice for the orphanage.
1: This is the retail side and we go to the wholesale side.
0: <laughs> it's crazy here, isn't it? Yep. And motorbikes everywhere. Oh. And <laughs>
1: this is why you'll see it's just as hard buying the and getting it into the truck.
0: Going down an aisle now, and there's just banana sellers crowded on both sides. Nothing but banana sellers, a whole aisle in the market.
1: They're all the same bananas, and they charge anything up to twice as much. Now, Ross is going to go and start negotiating for the apples. We go up here and negotiate for the oranges. Okay, we got plenty of oranges today.
0: So we have bags and bags Hello,
1: of beautiful. Hello, sweetheart. Oh, very, very cheap today. Very cheap. So how much today? Four, four dollars? Okay. I will, I, I will have six today. Hello, Rambo. How are you? We've
0: got some okay. kids around here watching us.
1: Very much. Now, we all that these are costing us um, four dollars um, a big pack. Okay. We're getting six packs today, quite tasty, and they have lots and lots of juice. I love that, it's so up there, vitamin C. Juice. Yeah. This is what we try and balance the whole thing off of yeah. so it's good for them and it's enjoyable. You know, they don't get anything enjoyable yeah. Hello. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can I ask you guys a few questions now? Is yeah. that alright? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I'm Erin, I'm from Calgary. I'm loren I'm from Rocky Mountain House, I guess. And you just saw a flyer somewhere and decided to come along today, or...? We were having supper at one of the Riverside restaurants, and David came up and gave us a flyer, yeah. And what made you decide to do this? Because, I mean, there's a lot of NGOs in Cambodia, and you could do a lot of different things, or just...? We, we volunteered for three days at an orphanage called Centre for Children's Happiness, and a lot of the kids from there come from the dump, yeah. So we heard a lot from them, like, firsthand, like, what it was like there, so it was like, we kind of wanted to help a little bit more. So now the discussions are going on for the apples Tell them I am poor old man I need, I need cheap price. So how many apples are you picking up? We're
1: picking up, um, these are 10 kilos a box We're picking up uh, 6 boxes So 60 kilos Uh, of apples? 60 kilos of apples
0: And what's that going to run?
1: That is going to, uh, they're $8, $48 dollars or um six kilos, uh, ten, uh, six boxes. So we, we're going to keep a box back to take to the orphanage because that's a reasonable price today so uh, we can treat the kids at the orphanage with a box of apples. It's a luxury for them. We always have to check the weight because uh, each box can be light. We don't want to rob anybody, uh, you know, every, every uh, apple counts for the kids.
0: We're back on the truck, and after just a few kilometers, we're heading up a bumpy track to the dump. We're now actually in the dump. We've got garbage on both sides of us, and the smell and the flies are starting to hit us. There's a lot of flies around. You can smell it. And there's even a bit of wind today, so the smell's probably not as bad as it it could could be. be, And all you can see for miles around is just garbage. really thrown over some poles. And I think a few of the kids must know what's coming because I can see a few starting to run towards us. Oh, smell just hit me.
1: One baguette, one eight. apple, Two oranges and two bananas. (laughs) Wow,
0: when we rolled up, there were only two or three kids around, and in just a matter of a couple minutes, there's probably 50 around us, and they're just grabbing for the food.
1: But they've got big smiles on their faces, it's nice to see. Hands reaching out everywhere.
0: Yeah, what's caused that? He's got a rash on his head or something. Is that lice or what would that
1: be? Uh, could be anything. Could be bites. Could be bites got infected. Could be um, lice. Anything. Isn't it?
0: Even though we've fed a couple hundred kids already, there's still a few milling around. Because we've got lots of oranges, <laughs> we're going to give them out. The oranges must be so nice for them because they're really juicy and it's hot out here. After we give out the food, David heads to a small shack just a
1: few feet away from the truck and motions for us to follow him.
0: So can you just explain where we're going, David?
1: This, this young lady is the one that I suspect had been raped and abused by the men here because she's 20 years old and uh, she's had two babies on the run. We found her a couple of months ago, uh, anemic and feverish through loss of blood of having these two babies on the run. Children were feverish, everything else paramedic checks her out every week now we've got we give her extra food extra medication vitamins and uh, trying to build her up and sh- she's a lot better now but uh, you'll see how pretty she is and how vulnerable she is step through some mud here oh, sweetheart. you got your food it's uh flower would you tell her if doctor is not well today Yeah. But he come Thursday morning to see her.
0: Yes. Have you been up to the workshop
1: here? No. Come on up. You can come up and see what conditions they're working under.
0: Would it get worse than this in the rainy season? Oh,
1: this is good. This is good. This is good.
0: <laughs> Only a foot of mud
1: in some places. That's huh? right. This is the sort of thing fall into. You can fall up to your waist. Children can fall into that and be up to their shoulders. It's just a big watery slush of garbage. It's it's chemical waste. Everything else terrible.
0: It's just this narrow track and on both sides there's several feet of garbage. Just a big band. There's a dump truck over, I don't know, about 20 metres from us and there's probably... 30 people crowded around trying to get the garbage fresh off the truck?
1: 24 hours a day, this is the way it goes. Just scrounging for it.
0: What do they, uh, they collect?
1: They uh, collect sort of like plastic, uh, copper wire, stuff like that, that they can go down the road get a few real for.
0: And what would they get? I mean, how many tin cans would you need to get uh, a buck? Oh,
1: I think uh, 100 hundred tin cans. You get, um, I think, uh, 2,000 real. 50 cents if they can do that on on the day
0: we just got to move over another truck coming through
1: if they can do 50 cents a day it's 50 cents more than they'd have back in the countryside
0: so although they have a bad life here in some ways they do better than if they were in the countryside i
1: think they do better than they do financially but how long is their lifespan here i mean this is relatively good today normally speaking that the air is full of gas Smoke, they're inhaling sulfur, ammonia, and god knows what chemicals. Your lifespan would not be long here if you stay too long. Uh, it's sad, you can see, uh, see what's going on, but you see they're eating some bread and apples that we brought them. Little girl got a bunch over there, look, she's holding there. I say, it, it, we just make their day a little bit better, we can't do much more. I wish we could.
0: We're just backing into the orphanage now and already 10 or 20 kids have come running out to greet us. They're obviously used to the day when the rice comes. They're anywhere, I'd say, from maybe three years old up until about ten.
1: These are two that adopt me.
0: Hello. What's your name? My name's Sarah. Sarah It's a beautiful name. Very beautiful.
1: And what is your name?
0: My name's Laura.
1: Oh, Beautiful. Beautiful. These are always the first two, three to come up and week. Come on, we got some nice apple orange
0: for you. We give out some more food at the orphanage, we play a little with the kids. They sing us happy birthday, it's the only song they know in English. And then it's time to go, ten minutes later we're back on street 136. Over a cold drink I ask David what he sees for the future. It
1: just depends what funds we get. What I'd personally like to see and would like to do is just do what we've been doing all over Cambodia. If we could um, could do this all in the major cities in Cambodia, spread out to the villages. Once we've done that, get them on the first leg of at least keeping them fed and healthy and see what we can do after that. Uh, Obviously, it all depends on interest and funds. Uh, As soon as we get the funds, we go down and feed them. There are many other areas like this. I'd just like to feed as many and help as many as we can. And whatever fate takes us and what funds we get, we will do it. And do
0: you ever foresee the situation where your help won't be needed? No, I I,
1: I don't think so. Uh, I think we're looking at two or three generations away in Cambodia, certainly not in my lifetime. Uh, sadly, I mean, yes, I wish that help wasn't needed tomorrow, as we all do. But uh, that's not going to happen for a long, long time. A you know, long, long time, sadly. And there are so many wonderful children out there, as you saw today. They all need help. And there's lots more in the villages that need the same help. So, so we keep on going. <laughs> I have as much money as I can get, and I will feed as many as I can. You know, but... Uh, as you saw today we will be going down on thursday and hopefully this week we'll probably done a thousand meals this week let's do two thousand next week shall we
0: thank you very much
1: my pleasure thank you for your interest and your kindness